2: The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and financial services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home...
0: Sherwin-Williams
1: during the Shades of Summer Sale July 28th through August 7th and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
2: bruntinsurance.com 954-589-2204 welcome aboard this is Zazlow show 2.0 welcome Zazlo show 2.0 it is a friday the 28th of july good to have you aboard we are a blue wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and levine accident attorneys 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, you deal with a personal injury, I send you to where you're going to be treated like family and get you the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn-Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800 747 800-747-3733. Good to have you with us as we made it to Friday. We got through the end of the week and now officially, look, we're less than a week away. From NFL football, Thursday night next week, the third, you got the Hall of Fame game, we got preseason football in six days, you have Dolphins preseason football in two weeks as the entire league does week one NFL preseason, so we're here, man, and what comes along with NFL preseason getting started are major injuries, and that was the big story yesterday across the NFL, and unfortunately... It landed one of the big stories, maybe the biggest, and I say maybe the biggest because we're talking about not the biggest player necessarily, but potential time missed. The biggest story lands right here in Miami Gardens and Jalen Ramsey. So Jalen Ramsey, the news comes down very shortly after I wrapped up yesterday's show. Matter of fact, (laughs) excuse me, it was one of those deals where I got done, I got done with the show, uh, you know, my, my team is editing the show, putting all the clips together, putting everything together, uploading it to Blue Wire, my whole team is working super hard to get all of this done, and like, right when it's being uploaded, I see the Jalen Ramsey news, and I thought to myself for a second, man, like, should I, should I go back on, should I add something to this show, it's like, all right, let's, I was glad I didn't because now we're able to gather some more information as far as timelines and that kind of stuff, and I'll just address it on Friday. so that's what we're doing today, but the Jalen Ramsey news comes down very shortly after my the the entire team here at Zazlo show two all of them all of them, they work right over there. you know I'm here in the Zaslow Mansion studio, which we all know is the master bedroom where all the magic happens. And right over there, I got my whole team They're right over there. They're working. They're working on this show. But anyway, that's the big story from today. So we're going to, uh, let me get back to that in a second because that is, yeah, it's shitty. Like, and it's the worst part about football, right? It's the part about football that I hate. Zazzle, of course, the part about football you hate is when your players get hurt. Well, yeah, like, obvious. yes, I'm stating the obvious. But the point that I'm making here is, It really seems the whole like when we get to the end of the NFL season, it comes down to the team that was able to stay healthy. It comes down to the team that was able to get lucky and avoid the major injuries. And it's the one sport. And yes, of course, there are major injuries in basketball. Of course, a little less so in baseball. You know, of course, there could be major injuries in hockey. Though those guys are on a different planet; they play through it all. But the point is, football is really the one sport where every single play, there could be a major injury and you're just holding your breath every single time. The, your entire season can change. Your entire season can be ruined in one play. It's the worst part about football. For To me, it's the worst part about being a football fan. And sometimes it happens in training camp, preseason. And then I'll, I'm not one of those. I, I don't subscribe to the whole you shouldn't play your guys in the preseason because what if they get hurt? Because as we saw yesterday, this kind of stuff happens. I mean, it happens in training camp. It happens in practice. You, If, if the guy's going to get hurt, you can't avoid it. You can't have these guys in bubble wrap. You know? It was, And I always go back to this. You go back to, what was it, Jake Long. Remember, Dolphins former number one overall pick. He was a bust. But you go back, and yes, he, he Jake Long was a bust. He was a good player for the Dolphins. But if you choose, if you voluntarily choose not to give the number one overall pick a second contract, he's a bust. Jake Long was a bust. But Jake Long was good when he was here. And it was like his second or third year. And it was Tony Sperano's, you know, they, they came at the same time. So it was Sperano's like second or third year. And Sperano played him in the fourth and final preseason game because Dolphins were not having a good preseason. And he wanted the starters to still get some runs, particularly the offensive line. Okay, fine. And Jake Long got hurt in that game. Now it was not serious at all. I don't even think he missed any time. But he got hurt, and Sperano was getting crushed. I didn't crush him. These guys can... Now, do I think that your starters should play in the final preseason game? No. What's the point? But these guys can get hurt at any time, in any game, in any practice. And as we saw yesterday with Jalen Ramsey. So, and I think he... I think maybe he bumped knees. I think they got tangled up. So, Jalen Ramsey yesterday... There, I guess there was some kind of contact while he was guarding Tyreek Hill... And, and he comes up lame and, and initially the news is terrible because you get the word Jalen Ramsey has been carted off the field. And that's a disaster. And then the news starts to get a little bit less bad, or maybe we're just, maybe we're just trying to put a positive spit on it, right? Maybe we're, we're trying to find some positive nugget somewhere here. Which lets us believe that he's not going to be out for the year. That it's not you know a torn ACL. Which it is not. The ACL is completely intact. But we're trying to get... you know We're trying to read into it where... Alright, it was the end of practice. He didn't get on a card for another 10 minutes. If he is limping around on his own... Why wouldn't you get the card to take him into the building? Why make him limp 100 yards to go into the building? So, he, he might be okay. Which, that logic makes sense. But... Now we find out throughout the day, he is having Is and surgery today. I hope so. You want to get it over with as soon as possible. He is having surgery. It is on his meniscus. But here's where we stand, right? So, the initial word, we're getting this many weeks, or this many weeks, this many weeks, this many weeks. Here's apparently where we're at. And I guess this is going to be decided when the doctor looks at it. Or maybe it's decided beforehand as to what Jalen Ramsey wants to do. Although Jalen Ramsey... All right, so Jalen Ramsey tweeted out yesterday. I'm not calling it an X. An X video, an X radio. I I don't know what it is. It's Twitter and it's a tweet, all right? Jalen Ramsey puts out a tweet yesterday. Minor setback. I'm in God's hands. I know he's got a plan, all that stuff. And, you know, we're going to take our time and be back stronger than ever. Okay, great. But that right there makes you believe. Like, the things that he said in his tweet, taking our time back better than ever, being smart, health, all that stuff. That makes you believe he's not taking the short term out of this. That makes you believe he's going to go with, let's make sure, I'm super healthy, let's make sure we do this right. He may miss a ton of time. Because here are the options. He can, It's the meniscus, alright? So he can either go with, uh, from what I understand, he can either go with, where they're going to do, like, a small repair. I forget the actual wording. And that would have him out about six to eight weeks. Well, the start of the Dolphin season is in six weeks. So, six to eight weeks, maybe he misses the start of the season. That would be nice. I think as Dolphin fans, you're hoping that's the route he goes. The other route is a full meniscus repair, which could have him out months, potentially into December, which... You're pretty much missing the season if that's the case. It's one major extreme against the other. My guess is he's going with the full repair. Based on the way he said, you know, he didn't tweet out. Like, he didn't make it seem like this is so horrible. He's so upset. I got to get back on the field as soon as possible. He made it sound like this is not a big deal. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to come back. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to come back stronger than ever. It's all good. And on top of it, yes, he wants to, like, obviously he wants to win big. But it's not like he owes this Dolphins organization something. It's not like he's been here for years. It's like, man, I got to do it for my teammates. I got to do it for the city. I got to do it for the fans. Right now, he's never played for the Dolphins. He owes it to himself and his family to make sure he gets right. I don't think he's taking the quick way out here. I think this is going to be a full meniscus repair, which could have him out for the entire season. So yesterday, until I hear otherwise, terrible day. Yes, it's not the ACL. It doesn't mean if he's out into December that we should feel good just because it wasn't the ACL. So yesterday was a disaster. Terrible news. Like I said, not the absolute worst news you could have gotten but i i he just got here like i don't feel like there's this urgency for him to get back on the field as soon as possible i feel like he's probably going to play the long game here and that's fine that's his prerogative that's probably the smart choice but as fans what do we care about the smart choice i don't want like i want him to have the quick fix I want him to have the very quick repair and be back at the start of the season. Now, as far as as far as the actual cornerback position is concerned and we talked about this earlier in the week, Dolphins are deep at cornerback. They are deep. So, if Xavier Howard has a ton to prove, which it certainly seems like he does. I told you, I gave out yesterday, and you can go back and listen to past episodes of Zazlo Show 2.0. Wherever you're listening to podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mother I say hello. Tell everybody how you can listen to Zazlo Show 2.0. I still get people, by the way, who are like, Zazlo, I just found your show. Oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm telling you, most of the Zaslow Show fans over all these years still do not know where we are. Tell everybody. So, what was I, where was I? I lost my train of thought. All right. As far the quarterback position, excuse me. Very embarrassing. The Dolphins are very deep at cornerback. And like I told you yesterday, I did my Dolphins top five of the week. And this week's top five was players with something to prove. Number one, Xavier Howard. If Xavier Howard has this major chip on his shoulder, his agent David Cantor told us earlier in the week that he does. Because he's coming off a down year, a disappointing year. If Xavier Howard is going to be Xavier Howard, and yet, and last year was not him starting to go downhill. Last year was him playing through injuries. And David Cantor told us that he begged Xavier Howard not to play last year, not to play through these injuries. But Xavier Howard wanted to play because he owes it to the team. He wants to win. He's a great teammate, great team player. Player. If that's true, that's what that you're hoping that's the case. Because if that is the case, then Xavier Howard has a good chance to get back to being a legit number one cornerback. And if that's the case, the Jalen Ramsey injury will hurt a lot less. So, the Dolphins do happen to be very deep at that position. If Xavier Howard gets back to being your number one guy, you got Nick Needham who's returning. I know he's a nickel corner. You got Nick Needham who's returning. We liked Cater last year as a rookie. Well, all right, second year now. And they drafted that, his name's Cam Smith, right? That they drafted, second round pick, I believe it was. I understand he's a rookie. But still, this is a team that is deep at that position. We're all hoping Jalen Ramsey's back immediately. Now, it's weird where it's like, you can't replace a Jalen Ramsey. Well, I mean, technically, Jalen Ramsey's never played for the Dolphins. So it's not really replacing Jalen Ramsey. We're hoping to add Jalen Ramsey, but the whole key now, while we're waiting for Jalen Ramsey to return, the whole key now is Xavier Howard getting back to form. That's the major. That's the major talking point right now. Until Ramsey gets back, Xavier Howard is now the focus again of this secondary, and if he gets back to being a number one guy. We will not miss. He's never played for us, but we won't miss Jalen Ramsey. Then it'll be like, all right, I can't wait for Jalen Ramsey to join this defense. If Xavier Howard's closer to the guy he was last year, that's a disaster then with Ramsey being out. If Xavier Howard gets back to being Xavier Howard, we're not going to miss Ramsey. We're going to be excited for when he finally joins the team. That, there's a big difference. Big difference. So anyway... Like I said, like we started off the show, injuries, the worst part of the National Football League, it's the worst part of being a huge football fan, it's the worst part of, man, the only way my team can win is if they don't have injuries. But you know they're coming. It's the worst part of being a football fan. I mean, you could say about all sports, essentially. So, yeah, huge news out of Cincinnati as well, we'll get to that, Joe Burrow, And there was one other... uh, Was it Garrett Wilson in New York? Was that the other one yesterday? Anyway, the biggest one is Ramsey. Because it seems like that's the longest timetable as far as a a potential return there goes. Alright, before we continue on, we got a lot going on here today. Guys, it's Friday. You know that means we got big game. Not a big game. Hey, there's a lot. Summer movies, alright? Huge weekend last weekend. Oppenheimer, Barbie, Barbenheimer. You know I saw Oppenheimer last week. I haven't been able to stop thinking about Oppenheimer this whole week. I can't wait to see it again. I'm not going to the theater to see it again, but I'll watch it again when it's streaming. That movie's awesome. I can't wait to see it again. I can't stop thinking. I, I, like I've been reading about it all throughout the week. What was, most, was there anything that was most accurate? Did this really happen? That kind of stuff. We got big movie. Not a big movie. You know how we do. Guys, here's also what we do. If we see that we have a leak in our home, we call Water Cleanup of Florida immediately. I don't need I don't need any problems with my home. I don't, you think I need a leak in my life? If you've noticed you have a water leak, maybe you don't know where it's coming from. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. My guys, the Greensteins, Water Cleanup of Florida. They have over 60 years of combined experience. Their team is prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues 24 hours a day. 365 days a year after the leak is located and repaired. Water cleanup of Florida cleans, dries, and fully restores all the damaged areas. You don't need to bring in other contractors. Water cleanup of Florida handles the entire project start to finish. They serve the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward County, Palm Beach counties. Call or text water cleanup of Florida right when you notice there could be an issue. 954 900 8635. Go to wcufl.com. Check out more than 80 five star reviews on Google. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954 900 8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. Also, it's the weekend. Maybe you're going to kick back. I don't know about this afternoon. The weather's kind of shitty right now, but maybe you're going to kick back. Like the Zazlos, we're gonna sit there out by the pool, and I got a Johnny Cuba in my hand. That's right. How about that? I already, t- I told you guys. Hey, you get yourself, you go out this weekend. Your local Sedanos, uh, uh, Pre- uh, Presidente. You go to uh, Fresco Imas, Win Dixie. My man Jason, he sent me a picture yesterday on Instagram, trying Johnny Cuba for the very first time. That's right. Jason wrote here, had my first Johnny Cuba, thank you Zazlo, for introducing me on the Zazlo Show 2.0, it was just as good and refreshing as advertised, and of course I'm an influencer on Instagram, so I put Jason's post in my stories of him trying Johnny Cuba for the first time, and now, he's famous too. I love when you send me the pictures of you guys trying Johnny Cuba for the very first time. My man Juan from Johnny Cuba, he loves that as well. So go pick up a six-pack this weekend of Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslo Show 2.0. I'll post the picture on my Instagram. We're best friends for life. Johnny Cuba, remember, always drink responsibly, and of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. (laughs) All right, so before we move on here, I've been getting some messages because you know, you know my stance. You know my stance on this. Very well documented. We had recently, I don't know that he was essentially a whistleblower. He was a former worker inside the government or what have you. I, I forget what his role was. Testifying in front of Congress a couple days ago that the United States government is in possession of alien aircrafts and recovered live alien Life form, maybe they weren't live, but recovered alien life forms from said aircrafts. Holy shit. Like, you actually have someone testifying in front of Congress that there are aliens, and we have the evidence. We have aircrafts. We have the actual alien life form, the physical bodies of these alien life forms. That's scary as shit to me. But here's the thing. Can we ask ourselves a question real quick? And, and you know my stance on this. I, I, I got to see it to believe it. I know most of you out there is like, Zazzler, definitely alien life forms. You think they're the only ones who exist in the universe? Show me. I'm a man of science. All right? Show me. Prove it. Give me evidence. Oh, Zazzler, the guy's telling you there's evidence. Here's the thing, though. And, I, and I'm asking this very seriously. Here's the thing. If we're confirming that aliens exist, if this is legit, and I know it's legit as in it actually happened, this guy testified in front of Congress, I understand that. But if this is actually true, there are aliens, we have proven it, we have the evidence, we recover not just the ships, but the life forms. If that's a real thing, ESPN Sports Center on my television right now. How the hell is Aliens Exist not being broadcast on every television channel right now? How do I not? T- yes, even ESPN. If aliens exist, if there are aliens, that should be on every channel right now. If I put on the news, if I switch the channel to the news right now, whatever news station they should be talking about aliens here in the United States how is alien life form existing and we have the evidence not the story on every every channel es not just cnn not just fox news not just msnbc every channel espn espn u espn 2 lifetime hallmark channel hbo cinemax How is every channel not aliens exist? Wouldn't that be something that everyone should be talking about right now? Shouldn't that be the number? Who the hell cares about Colorado voting to leave the Pac-12 if we have alien life forms in our possession? How is that not the story on every channel on my television? Could somebody explain that to me? So that that's that's my main problem. I understand, homeboy testified in front of Congress. How are we not talking about that all the time since that moment? So you you may color me a little bit skeptical, a little bit skeptical.
1: There's no "I" in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours when you're hiring
2: It's the weekend. And I know you guys, you're saying to yourself, Zazlo, enough about aliens. There's no such thing as aliens. What I do need to know is, is it a big game or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game, always brought to us here on Fridays by the only insurance agency I get my homeowner's insurance from. Obviously, I'm talking about Brunt Insurance. Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance they specialize in making sure you're getting the most comprehensive coverage at the most affordable rate out there. When it comes to your homeowner's insurance, the market's confusing. You can't just go onto Google and put homeowner's insurance. Click buy. No, you got to get someone on the phone at Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. You could also go to bruntinsurance.com. And it doesn't matter where in Florida you're calling from because from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys – Brunt Insurance has you covered, delivering comprehensive insurance tailored exactly to your needs. They have offices all throughout the state of Florida. Matter of fact, they were recently rated top five insurance agency in the country, number one in Florida. So wherever you're calling from, Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance, they're going to get you the most affordable care and the best coverage. Hey, maybe you already have homeowner's insurance and you're happy with that. Brunt Insurance also gives out auto insurance, motorcycle Boat, if you call 954-589-2204, you made the right call. Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance, they have the expertise and the experience to find exactly the right coverage for you. And if you don't own your home, renter's insurance, condo insurance, what about if you have a motor home, if you have a trailer, they got you covered for everything. Let's make sure you're not laying awake at night. You can't sleep because you're wondering what's going to happen if something happens to your home. Bruntinsurance.com. Nine five four five eight nine two two zero four. Let's get to a big game or not a big game. So in a bridge version here this week, a big game, not a big game. Here's what we got. Let's start out with tonight. The Marlins were off yesterday. The Marlins split the two short little two-game midweek series against the Tampa Bay Rays. So the Marlins are coming off that complete game. Sandy Alcantara on Wednesday afternoon tonight. They host the Detroit Tigers. Now, why is this interesting? Tigers at Marlins. The Marlins, 55-48. and 48. They're still on the outside looking into the wild card. They're a half game back. The Tigers, look, the Tigers stink. They're 46-57. and 57. They've lost three in a row. But here's the thing. This is the only time this year, obviously, because it's interleague play, and it's the last time ever this weekend that the Marlins fan is going to get to see Miguel Cabrera the future Hall of Famer, all-time great Florida Marlin in person. Again, he's retiring after this season. You got three opportunities this weekend to catch one of the all-time greats and maybe the greatest Marlin. I mean, really, maybe the greatest Marlin. Probably the greatest Marlin hitter if you want to just narrow it down to that ever And he is back in town this weekend, Lone Depot Park. So go out there, support the 2003 champion. 19 years old, he's amazing. Opposite field off Roger Clemens. Take that shit. Miguel Cabrera in town this weekend. Tigers at Marlins. That's a big game. All right, got two more for you here. Very short version this week, I told you. All right, tonight, 8 p.m., Fox WWE SmackDown. Now, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, last week, they set up Tribal Combat for SummerSlam. I would imagine they're going to go over the rules tonight. Tonight, what is Tribal Combat going to be between Roman Reigns and Jey Uso? SummerSlam is just eight days away. SummerSlam is next weekend. So that's going to be set up tonight as we continue the road to SummerSlam, which is going to be a massive event. Are there going to be more matches for SummerSlam announced tonight? My guess is yes. WWE SmackDown tonight, that's a big game. And finally, everybody calm down. Finally, tomorrow, 8 p.m., TNT, AEW Collision. Collision's been a great show. That's AEW's third show of the week. Collision tomorrow night. You have the tag team championship being defended by FTR, Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, all time great tag team, and they're defending against the blind tag team eliminator tournament winners, Adam Cole and the AEW world champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. MJF top Jew is to. Do Cole and MJF win the tag team championships tonight, or do we begin to see the disintegration? Is MJF finally going to turn on Adam Cole? Maybe my pal Joey, we do our podcast, we'll have another episode this weekend on Sunday. It's still real to me. Maybe he's right where it's going to be Cole who turns on MJF. I feel like that's going to happen this week. They got to set up the main event for All In at Wembley Stadium, which I think we all know is going to be MJF and Cole. So tomorrow night, AEW Collision, that's a big game. And that right there is another addition. A big game or not a big game brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Get your homeowner's insurance, bruntinsurance.com. All right. Short version, short version this week. Now, here's what else we got. I know you, got, you want to know what the big movies are. We got good stuff. Everybody calm down, all right? So, we did a little on Jalen Ramsey. That's the big news of the day, obviously. We gave you the big games. Okay, that's a big deal, obviously. I also, where is the alien coverage? That's my main sticking point today. Like, you feel me on that one? Wouldn't that be the biggest news there is? Why would SportsCenter be... I'm, I'm, I'm watching Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas hosting ESPN Radio this morning. I'm watching my television. I mean, everybody knows how great Amber is, but they're talking about the Tennessee Titans. If there are aliens, why are we talking about the Tennessee Titans if there are aliens? You feel me? You understand what I'm saying there? All right, anyway. All right, so now, now, now I got something to get fired up about. So, I don't know why this is happening, but it is, and it doesn't seem to be going away. And the thing that I'm talking about here, why is it happening? <coughs> the thing that I'm talking about here is dudes thinking they're better than Dwayne Wade. Yeah, that's right. Dudes thinking they're better than Dwayne Wade. Earlier in the week, it was Paul Pierce who couldn't hold Dwayne Wade's jock. I, I don't know if there's ever, and I, look, I don't even think Paul Pierce is a Hall of Famer. I mean, he is because he's because he's in, right? Did he get inducted yet? I think he did. I think he is. I, I mean, I don't know if there's any more of an insecure Hall of Famer. Than Paul Pierce, who again, I don't believe is a Hall of Famer, but I'm wrong because he's in. Earlier in the week, Paul Pierce couldn't hold Dwayne Wade's jock and he decided to take shots. Now, it's Jeff Teague. Now, Jeff Teague is not saying that he's better than Dwayne Wade. Jeff Teague is not saying that Paul Pierce is better than Dwayne Wade. No. Jeff Teague now is on some podcast. And I'm not going to play the clip here because there's there's language there. I think, I think it was an N-word here or there. I, I can't play that. Uh, and Jeff Teague now is saying, James Harden is better, was better, or is better than Dwayne Wade. James, like, I, I thought we have been through this before. Like, aren't we watching, n- not even just this year where Harden, you know, was Awful in the playoffs. I mean, he had had two big games. He did. He had two big games in that series against Boston. But when it means the most, game six, game seven, he was his usual horrible playoff performer. But the year before, when the Heat kicked the shit out of the Sixers in five games, Harden, total no-show, including that game five elimination game. And that's his move. He is a terrible postseason player. He's an even worse elimination game postseason player. But now it's Jeff Teague who is coming up and trying to list guys, apparently, who are better than Dwayne Wade, and the one he's taking is James Harden. James Harden, like he said, he goes, James Harden's better than Dwayne Wade. I'm taking James Harden over Dwayne Wade, but I'm the one who's out of pocket. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, out of pocket, Jeff Teague. So, let's dive into this, right? Jeff Teague, or anyone for that matter, Saying James Harden is better than Dwayne Wade is a moron. I mean, moron sandwich for you. That's right. I'm bringing back moron sandwiches, apparently. Moron sandwich for you. Anyone who believes James Harden is better than Dwayne Wade, you don't know basketball. There's no other way to put it. And I don't know what it is. Like, it's not even just about James Harden's better than Dwayne Wade, but... Why do dudes feel like they could just keep using Dwayne Wade as the guy they're going to prop up other guys against? And you know what? Just like with Paul Pierce, Dwayne Wade's not going to respond, and, and I hope he doesn't respond. He's not going to respond because Dwayne Wade doesn't punch down. Dwayne Wade has no reason to ever respond to Paul Pierce, and he's got no reason to ever respond to anything James Harden related. Because anyone who knows anything about basketball knows that just like Paul Pierce, James Harden can't hold Dwayne Wade's jock. Dwayne Wade won finals MVP. His third year in the league. Third year. Finals MVP. And I don't want to hear about, oh, we had Shaq, because you know that's where everyone goes. Shaq averaged 12 points per game in the finals. 12. And I love Shaq. I love Shaq. Shaq averaged 12 points per game in the finals. Wade single handedly won those four consecutive games against the Mavericks, his third year in the league in 2006. Dwayne Wade won finals MVP his third year in the league. As a leading man, Harden has never won jack shit. James Harden, I mean, can we count? You want to talk about all the guys that Wade played with? Okay. Can we count the future Hall of Famers that James Harden has played with? Kevin Durant. Russell Westbrook. Chris Paul. Dwight Howard. Joel Embiid. I mean, when does the list stop? And the one time that Harden was in the finals... He was horrendous. He was awful. He was horrible. And he lost to Wade's team in those finals. His only finals appearance. It'll likely be the only time he ever appears in the finals for his career. And he was horrendous. It was a sign of things to come. He's a terrible big-time player. There's nothing more sure than the sure thing of James Harden's team in a big-time playoff game and him coming up small. Everyone knows that. Not to mention, and here's a major sticking point, which, yeah, Jeff Teague, you out of pocket. Here's a major sticking point. Harden is horrendous on the defensive end. Where Wade was an all-NBA defensive player. Three-time All-NBA Defensive Player. Go find Harden's All-NBA Defense Awards. I'll be waiting forever. I'll never stop waiting. And and look, we've done this before, right? I know it sounds cliche, but defense is literally half the game. So, for half the game, James Harden is terrible for that half of the game wade is one of the all-time great two-way guards there's never been a better shot blocking guard in the history of the league let alone one that's six foot four like wade so for half the game harden is awful how can he possibly be compared to Dwayne wade And here's another one. Let's. Here's another one. You want to talk about all time great guards, all time great two guards? I got news for you. Dwayne, like we all know, top two greatest guards in the history of the NBA Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, right? Right? I and mean, you want to throw Jerry West? Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Two greatest guards of all time. Two guards. Here's something for you. Dwayne Wade is much closer to Kobe Bryant than James Harden is to Dwayne Wade. Much closer. You know, it's like, I love that story where Scalabrini, Brian Scalabrini, where he told that story on my show before, where he played a guy in a gym one-on-one, like, dude, it's like, ah, you can't play, whatever. And, you know, like a really good high school player. And, and just kicked the shit out of this kid. Like, kid didn't even score. And Scow, it's a great line. Where Scout told the kid afterward, I'm a lot closer to LeBron James than you are to me. The great line. And obviously true. And it's the same thing here. Dwayne Wade is much closer to Kobe Bryant than James Harden is to Dwayne Wade. Much closer. And look, here's the thing. We're not done here. I told you, I'm just getting started. Let's dive into it. Forget opinions here. Let's use some facts. Let's use some numbers. Let's go over some stats here. All right. This is where it begins to get really interesting, right? Because I, I can't make these up. Dwayne Wade in the playoffs as a playoff performer, his entire career. So this includes Dwayne Wade's last time in the playoffs, which was his second to last year in the league, <laughs> where, uh, where he was a bench player, where he was a six man. Still really good. Remember, yeah, that series against Charlotte, purple shirt guy. Anyway, Dwayne Wade's career in the playoffs, which spans 32 playoff series. Dwayne Wade's career in the playoffs, 22.3 points, 5.2 rebounds, 4.9 assists. Okay. Harden's career in the playoffs, which, you know, his career's still going on, and this spans 29 playoff series. So very close, 32-29, comparable. Not that that really matters. Harden in the playoffs, 22.7 points, 5.5 rebounds, 6.3 assists. So the points are virtually the same. The, assist, the rebounds are virtually the same. Harden averages an assist and a half more than Wade. Not surprising. He's got the ball in his hands a lot more. So the counting stats are very comparable. Here's where it begins to get interesting, right? Percentages. Dwayne Wade in the playoffs, 474. Harden, 424. Wade, much better shooter in the playoffs. Wade, from three in the playoffs. We know Wade's not a three-point shooter. Wade, from three in the playoffs, 338. Harden, 338. 338. So Wade, much better overall shooter in the playoffs. Harden and Wade, exact same three-point percentage. When Harden is supposed to be an elite three-point shooter, and Wade is a terrible three-point shooter. They are the exact same percentage in the playoffs. I'm not done. What about based on your career? Because... This is my biggest argument for Jimmy Butler, right? Jimmy Butler is such an incredible player because most star players, if you can replicate what you do in the regular season in the playoffs, you are a star. Regular season competition, much easier than playoffs. If you could be that same guy in the playoffs, holy shit, that's amazing. Jimmy Butler is better in the playoffs. Very rare. So let's look at that. Let's look at regular season shooting versus playoff shooting. So Dwayne Wade, career playoffs versus career regular season. Dwayne Wade in the playoffs, 474%. His career, 480, right there, 0.6% lower, right there. So he shoots the ball virtually the same. He's the same guy in the playoffs. Dwayne Wade from three in the playoffs. Just told you, 338. Dwayne Wade career, 293. So he is a much better three-point shooter in the playoffs than in his career. What about James Harden, you say? Okay. James Harden, career playoff shooting, 424, which is bad. Regular season, 442. So he's worse in the playoffs, than in the regular season, James Harden career playoff three point shooting three thirty eight, career regular season three sixty three. He is much worse shooting the three in the in the postseason than in the regular season. So Dwayne Wade shooting the ball overall negligible difference in the playoffs, much better from three. James Harden lower in the playoff shooting. Much lower three-point shooting in the playoffs. Now, let's keep going here. James Harden's only been to the finals. He's only been on the biggest stage one time. And he was a six-man. He may have been six-man of the year. Lost to Dwayne Wade's Miami Heat. Harden's been to the finals one time. And it was, what, his third? I believe it was his third year, actually. That's funny. Dwayne Wade, his first time in the finals, his third year also. Let's take a look. James Harden, the only time he's ever been in the finals. 12.4 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 3.6 assists. What did he shoot? 375. Awful. What was he from three? 318. Awful. He was horrendous in the finals. Dwayne Wade's first finals appearance. Also his third year in the league. 34.7 points per game. 7.8 rebounds. 3.8 assists. He shot 468. And 273 from three. So. Again. Wade's numbers. His first time in the finals. Same amount of years in the league. Dominated. What Harden did. Matter of fact. Harden was horrendous his first and only time in the finals while wade had a michael jordan impression his first time in the finals now let's all let's let's compare it to the regulars let's compare it to your career right let's compare to that season so Dwayne wade in those finals I just gave you the numbers how about that season wade averaged 27.2 points 5.7 rebounds 6.7 assists so all of those numbers were drastically elevated in the finals. Wade that regular season shot 495, he was 468 in the finals, so it went down a bit. Wade 171 from 3 in the finals 273. So while still not good, it was much higher in the finals than in the regular season. The sign of a super duper star is not only your numbers are better in the postseason But in the finals? Now, okay. Harden was a six-man. his numbers aren't going to be as big. Okay, but can he replicate his regular season numbers in those finals? Can he be that same guy or does he choke? Well, Harden, his postseason, his finals numbers, 12.4 points. Regular season, 16.8. How about shooting? In the finals, 375. Regular season, 491. So he was really good in the regular season and he was horrific in the finals. Harden, 318 from three in the finals, 390 in the regular season. He was a great shooter. Doesn't matter if he was six man, doesn't matter if he played less minutes. Go by the percentages. That's a better way. 491 in the regular season, 375 in the finals. 390 from three in the regular season, 318 in the finals. He was a great shooter in the regular season. He was horrific in the finals. Get the F out of here comparing Dwayne Wade and James Harden, let alone saying Harden's better. Harden, just like Paul Pierce, cannot hold Dwayne Wade's jock. tired of hearing guys compare to Dwayne Wade. I, it's, it, 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 it's it's offensive. It makes me angry. Why should I be angry? It's Friday, man. We should all be feeling great about Friday. You know what? You know what will make your Friday even better? You know what make your weekend ev- even better? Maybe even saving up a little bit. Maybe like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get myself a new car. Yeah, that's fun as hell, right? Well, now you need to know where to go. And I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're in the market for a new car... The only place to go is to speak with a member of North Fort Lauderdale Subaru's friendly sales team. They're going to navigate you in the right direction, whether you're looking for an SUV for the family. Maybe you just want something fun for yourself. Maybe you're going to buy the first car for your 16-year-old. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. That includes the Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forrester, the Ascent, the WRX. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is sure to have the perfect Model for you. North Fort Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go, NFL Subaru.com. North Fort Lardo Subaru, South Florida's newest and technologically advanced Subaru dealer you could shop over a 1000 vehicles from home at nflsubaru.com north fort lauderdale subaru again the only car dealership that i personally endorse here on zazlo show 2.0 shop right now nflsubaru.com you're saying to yourself zazlo look there aren't so many big games this weekend so i got to spend that family time i know you're raving to me about oppenheimer zazlo you gotta tell me. Is it a big movie? Or is it not a big movie? Big movie or not a big movie? Here's what we got this week. I got a feel for you. This movie here is called They Cloned Tyrone. Alright. They Cloned Tyrone is rated R. It has violence, drug use, some sexual material. It's got pervasive language. It's a sci-fi comedy kind of deal. It's in theaters a couple weeks ago. It is released on Netflix last week. So it's available right now. It stars John Boyega. He he played uh, Finn from Star Wars. Jamie Foxx is in it. Keeper Sutherland is in it. Here's what it's about. A series of eerie events thrusts an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy in this pulpy mystery caper. I think it sounds fun, actually. They clone Tyrone. Rotten Tomatoes media score, certified fresh 93%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 100%. I think this movie sounds weird. I like it. You can watch it at home streaming. I'm going They Clone Tyrone, big movie. Big movie or not a big movie. This is called Haunted Mansion. It is rated PG-13. It's got some thematic elements got scary action, it's a fantasy comedy kind of deal. It is out in theaters today. It stars Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, Rosario Dawson. I think it's based off of the Disney World, the Haunted Mansion. A woman and her son enlist a motley crew of so-called spiritual experts to help rid their home of supernatural squatters. Rotten Tomatoes media score 40%. Ron Tomatoes audience score 83%. I, I am not feeling Haunted Mansion. I cannot envision a scenario where I go see this. Haunted Mansion not a big movie. This movie here is a TV show called Heels. I love this show. You already know that my pal Robbie Ramos, he plays what's his name? Uh uh, uh what's his he plays he plays the, the big luchador Oh, man, I forget his name. But anyway, he's one of the wrestlers in it. He's our friend. He's the last Aslo Show 2.0 listener. He lives down here. He's from South Florida. All right, heels. Here's season two debuts today. Right now, it's on stars. It stars Stephen Amel and Alexander Ludwig, Chris Baller, Mary McCormick. Like I said, my man, Robbie Ramos. James Harrison from the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's in it as well. All right, here we go. Heels is a story about the men and women who chase their dreams in the world of small-town pro wrestling. Set in a close-knit Georgia community, it follows a family-owned wrestling promotion as two brothers and rivals, Jack Spade and Ace Spade, war over their late father's legacy. In the ring, somebody must play the good guy, somebody must play their nemesis, the heel. But in the real world, those characters can be hard to live up to or hard to leave behind. Rotten Tomatoes' media score, 89%. Rotten Tomatoes' audience score, 93%. Heels is a big movie. I love this show. I'm very excited. Season 2 is out. I can't wait to watch. Finally, I got one more for you here. This movie is called Talk To Me. It is rated R. It's got strong bloody violent content. It's got some sexual material. It's got language throughout. It's a horror film. It is out in theaters today. It stars Sophie Wilde and Miranda Otto. I don't know them, but anyway, here's what it's about. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes Terrifying supernatural forces. Rotten Tomatoes media score for Talk to Me, certified fresh 95%. Audience score 78%. I've seen previews for this movie. You know, my older son and I, we love going to the horror movies. Talk to Me, that looks like a big movie. And that right there is another edition. A big movie or not a big movie? Yes, okay. There you have. There's some stuff going on, you see? There we go. All right. Hey, guys. I've been telling you about Sheets and Giggles for months now. And that's because if you're a Zaslow Show 2.0 listener, I want to make sure you have the best of the best. And that means being able to sleep as great as you can. And that's by using the most soft, cool, and most breathable sheets there are out there. I'm talking about Sheets and Giggles. My man Colin, he's the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. He did it. He's helping all of us sleep out there, and we're talking super environmentally friendly. Once you go to SheetsGiggles.com, you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. That's right. The Zaslow family, there is no turning back. SheetsGiggles.com, it's the only place you're ever going to search for your sheets. You don't have to thank me, all right? Thank Colin. Matter of fact... You don't have to thank anyone. Go find out for yourself. Go to sheetsgiggles.com. You pick up a eucalyptus pillowcase. Pick up a eucalyptus pillow like I sleep on. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? Sheetsgiggles.com. The only place you're ever going to shop for your sheets. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with water mold or fire damage in your home, your business, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. Water Cleanup of Florida, they will tell you. 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So we started out the show today with the big news of the day, Jalen Ramsey. He's going to miss some significant time here with the meniscus injury. But as far as the star players are concerned, the biggest news yesterday took place at Bengals training camp When Joe Burrow, non-contact, came up lame, had to be taken off on the cart. That news is much better than anticipated. It's a cat strain. I guess it's gonna keep him out for a few weeks. But here's why this is a big deal. So the word you know, he's going into the final year before, you know, the the team option year, which is picked up for next year, which is when, you know, you normally have your new contract. You're not gonna allow your franchise quarterback to play on a lame duck year. Well, we already know the situation with Tua. Justin Herbert just got his deal yesterday or two days ago. Joe Burrow does not have his deal yet. Is Joe Burrow going to return from this injury before signing a new deal? That's what makes this a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Robert Sully, he's the head coach of the New York Jets. He was on yesterday live at Jets training camp, the Michael K. show. Michael K., Don LaGreca, our friend Peter Rosenberg. And Robert Sala was sitting there with those guys. And of course, Michael K had to ask about Sean Payton just taking a blowtorch to what he calls the worst coaching year in the history of the NFL, the job that Nathaniel Hackett did in Denver last year before Sean Payton took over. Well, Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator now with the New York Jets. And obviously, Michael K had to ask Robert Sala about those comments.
0: Robert Sala, the head coach of the New York Jets here at Jet Camp, Uh, the Michael K Show on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this, so I'm going to ask you. Very rarely in sports today does another coach take broadside shots at other people, and that's what Sean Payton did in the story on SI. You know, saying Nathaniel Hackett was one of the worst coaching jobs he's ever seen. Now he's your offensive coordinator. Uh, Also said the Jets are going to see with the hard knocks and all the hype and everything, it's going to go wrong for them. Your thoughts on what Sean Payton, a very respected coach, said? No, I'm not going to acknowledge it. Uh, I'm not. It's, uh, but I. What you want to, I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I could tell.
1: Well, you expect more from people, but, but the, uh, the the big thing I will say is that, you know, we're, we're excited about the direction, the direction we're going, um, you know, with Joe Douglas and his staff and our staff, we've been very deliberate in how we've done things, um, really excited about Hackett and Keith Carter and Todd Downing and the staff that we put together on offense, uh, you know, there's a lot of juice and energy on that side of the ball and doing a really, really nice job assembling it uh, and putting the offense together and. Uh, we're excited about the direction we're going, you know, and I, I joke around, I'd say, you, you know, like I said, the Rico Richie quote, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, and if people are just looking for us to fail, we'll just keep watching. This has had
2: more juice to the Jets Denver game?
1: Nah, shoot, it's, uh, he's not playing football. If he was, it mm. would be a different story, but he's not playing.
2: Alright, I'm, I'm going big deal because, number one, Michael K is right, Robert Sowell looks pissed off about it, like, he's definitely not happy about it, but... That seems like I understand what Sean Payton's doing there. He's trying to prop up Russell Wilson. He's trying to get that confidence back in Russell Wilson by saying this wasn't your fault. It was the old coach's fault. But man, that, that's that's super low rent by Sean Payton. Like Sean Payton, all right, you're a Super Bowl winning coach. So any other coach out there who you don't think does a good job, you're you're, you're going to try and essentially prevent them from getting jobs in the future. I mean, you're Sean, shouldn't you be better than that? If you're Sean Payton, Sean Payton seems kind of like an asshole to me. Big deal or not a big deal. So, the Marlins, they traded for Dave Robertson yesterday. Big-time relief help. He's been closing games for the Mets this year. They they could put him in front of A.J. Puck. Maybe A.J. Puck then sets up Dave Robertson. I don't know. But Dave Robertson may have been the best reliever available on the market right now. So, the Mets are sellers, which is obviously funny. The Marlins get major help in their bullpen with Dave Robertson. They give up some lower-end prospects. So, really good job there. But here yesterday, this is SNY. You know, Sports New York. This is SNY yesterday, and they are wondering why Dave Robertson was warming up, and then all of a sudden disappeared.
0: Now, Robertson was warming up before the rain delay, but he never got up after the rain delay. Of course, this time of year, that leads to speculation, because, you know, I had trading deadlines around the corner. Groucho. Right.
2: That's a good job out of the SNY crew. I mean, that right, they, they knew it. He disappeared because, hey, they pulled him. You're getting traded. We need you to come with us. So that's a big deal right there. Finally, one more. Big deal or not a big deal. So here's the NBA today, yesterday. And they're playing a clip from, you know, it's Malika Andrews, and I forget who was with her there. It's Mark Spears and Ramona Shelburne. I don't know. And they play a clip uh, from the Podcast P podcast. or That's Paul George's podcast called Podcast P. It's actually a really good name. And his guest is Mikel Bridges. And they're talking about Ben Simmons. Well, somebody forgot to edit the clip.
1: Man, I think he's just I think he's in a good place. Like we're close. Like he's the one talking in the chat all the time. Like he just it's just I think he just feels that like he has a fucking a lot of friends and we all fuck with him and yeah. obviously yeah we want him to score and stuff, but we ain't not pressed about it. Like you just wanna be him, be aggressive and um just play the right way.
2: Next time I will make sure to have a sleep button there. That was the Bridges on Paul George's podcast. Pete, actually- I'm going not a big deal. I mean, somebody may have gotten in trouble just dropping multiple f bombs on ESPN television. I'm going not a big deal. Cause it shouldn't be a big deal. Like, what happened to someone watching that? Like, all of a sudden, what was uh, their life? Their life was ruined. What 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 terrible thing happened by it? So, hopefully, no one got into too much trouble. Because that's not a big deal. And that right there. Courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, visit Water Cleanup of Florida at wcufl.com. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Okay, that's how it's done! Hope everybody had a nice week. Thanks to everybody who hung out with us today. Thanks to everybody who helped put together a great show. I can't do it without all your hard work behind the scenes. Make sure you're listening this Sunday because we want to react to AEW Collision tomorrow night. New episode. Of It's Still Real to Me. We'll get you caught up on all the big stories in the world of pro wrestling this week. We'll talk to you on Monday on another edition of Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six pack of Johnny Cuba? That's right, that's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. of johnny cuba make sure you pick up your johnny cuba merch as well we got the hot sauce coming up johnny cuba stay tranquilo because more is always brewing
0: at vanguard you're more than just an investor you're an owner that means your priorities are vanguards too so whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure.